What's going on, fellow streamers? Welcome back to another episode of Streamer Season. It's KB and Dylan Unchained. Yee yee! going on fellow streamers welcome back to another episode of streamer season the exclusive tv and movie podcast for those streaming platforms you'll be watching on it from the comfort of your home right here on the underground sports philadelphia podcast network it's kb and dylan looking like a space cowboy out here <laughs> got my work shirt on so dylan's honestly just ready for cowboy bebop let's just put it put it frank quite frankly dylan's just waiting for the release of cowboy bebop on netflix like we all are, but we got a lot to get into on this episode. Uh, tons of stuff news-wise has dropped over the past couple of days. We finally, Dylan, we finally have a trailer for the Book of Boba Fett, which we are going to get into in depth. We're going to break down the trailer, our expectations for this show. It's coming exclusively to Disney Plus on December 29th, so we get to end 2021 with a banger with the Book of Boba Fett. Stranger Things Day is on Saturday. It's one of my favorite days of the year because Stranger Things content is in full force. And the Stranger Things official social media accounts have put out a nice little teaser saying, we'll see you on Stranger Things Day with a little something something that I'm, I'm my, my brain's gone into tinfoil hat mode in the Stranger Things. I've gone into the upside down, if you will. You uh, definitely have. <laughs> so we will get into that, plus a ton of other news across the board, uh, plus... We're super excited for season five of Big Mouth, ladies and gentlemen. Let's fucking ride. But before we get started, big thank you to our sponsors who allow us. Should I just do the sponsors in Maury's voice? I mean, I'm not going to say no. All right. I'm going to do the sponsors in Maury's voice. Thank you to our sponsors, our friends at Tomahawk Shades. The best fucking small batch eyewear in the game, motherfuckers. Go to TomahawkShades.com. Fill up your card, protect your eyes when you're watching fucking Big Mouth and everything else on these streaming platforms. Sunglasses, <laughs> blue light glasses, and everything in between. Dylan, I just got a brand new hoodie from Tomahawk Shades, and that shit keeps me warm as fuck. It's perfect for Netflix and chill. TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP. Get you 25% off your entire order at tomahawkshades.com. Did had Netflix and chill had me excited. I had to push up the brim of the hat. I was like, ooh. I think if I continue to do the Maury voice for that long, I will lose my voice before we even get I into the podcast. I also agree. After I heard you do it, I but was rage, like, rage, fucking rage. You sound like you're trying to do like uh like a Sergeant Slaughter voice too. <laughs> 
Andrew, go to statesidevodka.com because I need my stateside vodka. I need the schmooka. I, I need it to go with my scallops, Andrew. I need the stateside vodka. They got the vodka soda party packs, Andrew. Why do you have socks all over your room when you should have stateside vodka? Statesidevodka.com. Promo code USP. You get 10% off the one liter bottles of vodka at statesidevodka.com. You got to be 21 or older to purchase. And of course, please drink responsibly. Yeah. And our friends at Kenwood Beer. Go to kenwoodbeer.com. Use the Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood on tap. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And drink fucking responsibly, you mortal fools. Let's get into it, Dylan. The Book of Boba Fett is here. I can't wait. I'm super excited. This trailer looks unbelievable. Uh, I'm going to have the trailer here to kind of go frame by frame a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, because my, my brain will not recall every detail. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this trailer, it starts off with that, like, arachnid spider-looking thing that has, like, the, Yo, the sack. Yo, did, did you do a lore dump on those things yet? Yeah, super, like, deep cut. Holy shit. So, if you haven't done your research, which I'm not sure you want to, because I didn't, I didn't even realize <laughs> these things. So there's like a race of alien people that believe in like spiritual, like thinking, roaming, etc. So their last like stop on this earth is uh, taking their brain out and putting it in that spider thing. It's like once they reach enlightenment is what. They, yeah. Uh, so then they can aimlessly be like conscious and just wander around and not have to worry about eating or like really walking anything, just thinking, which is cool. Unless people like Jabba take it and hijack it and make you internally suffer and or become a slave. Which so, do you know the deep cut, deep cut of this thing and why they put this in the trailer? Uh, so I, for, I forget what book it's in. It's in one of the Star Wars like novels. So remember the end of the Mandalorian season two when we got the teaser for the book of Boba Fett. Bib Fortuna's chilling fat as fuck. And uh, he's on, on Jabba's throne. Obviously, Boba Fett murks him, takes him out. Um, in this, in wh whatever book it is, that was like Bib Fortuna's fate. And like he ended, his brain ended up in one of these things. Ah, so that is like oh Dave Filoni and, you know, the, the Star Wars Lucasfilm people kind of like tipping the cap to like where that came from and saying, oh, we see you. And, uh, kind of like meshing it together with what is going on in the live action Star Wars uh, cinematic universe. We that's have uh, that's the, cool. I like that. And then we have uh, Boba coming through and saying that he's not a bounty hunter. Yeah, don't know about that, Boba. Sorry, uh, Boba. Once a bounty hunter, always <laughs> a bounty hunter. Hey, that's, that's, yeah, that's why I have the hat on instinctively. <laughs> And then we hear somebody, did that voice sound like Mando Din Djarin to you? Where it, he's like, I've heard otherwise. It did. Don't know if that's going to be Pedro Pascal. I doubt it. I don't I'm think we're going to sure see Pedro in this. Introduce. There's a lot of rumors that Disney wants to bring back. I'm not saying in this show. So before people, this is like out of left field, but. Mace Windu apparently is is being like talked about being brought back in the Star Wars. I don't know into what capacity, and it's like rumors. But I know Samuel L. Jackson has like not denied it, and he yeah. wouldn't. He has. I think he's actually. I think someone asked him. He said he wouldn't mind coming back to Star Wars. So my point is like I'm not saying would this be the perfect show to bring him back? 
Probably not. Probably not. You never know. You know the last. There have been rumors show. about like a Mace Windu show, though. So that that as well. Um, so my point is, who knows what character was speaking? It did sound like Din, or J- but I don't. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can't, can't be too certain. That character says, "I've heard otherwise." Boba puts the helmet on. It still has that dent, which we still have no clue how the dent got on the helmet. Doink. I am hoping for all that is Star Wars, we get some sort of flashback explanation of how he got out of the Sarlacc. I think he... If uh... there was any opportunity for Star Wars to say, this is how this happened and this is how Boba showed up in The Mandalorian Season 2, this would be the show to do it. I think they'll give us some, or at least talk about it. They might not show it, but I think he'll at least describe it so we can at least get a, an idea of what happened. Because you're, you're, you're 112% right. Like... I want to know how, because the Scarlet Pit is notorious for slowly digesting, like over the course of like years, like hundreds mm-hmm. of years. So, like, people just die. They just starve to death. Or... So, it's like, I guess the most likely outcome is he still had his suit on him with armor. So, he was probably able to use his like wrist devices to get out via like flamethrower. Which is also very interesting that, like, Cobb Vanth had his armor, and it didn't seem like he was too stressed about it in The Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah, he definitely wanted it back, but it wasn't like... It was like he knew that it was in the possession of somebody else, and he wasn't in too big of a hurry to get it back. Yeah. Which is fine. Because maybe that's symbolism of him leaving a part of himself behind. Mm Mm-hmm. So then we cut to the Lucasfilm logo, and it is all green and rusted like Boba Fett's armor, which I thought is a really cool touch. They've started doing that a lot with uh, the Marvel shows, where they've changed the Marvel uh, logo to kind of match whatever the show is. I like that a lot. Nice little touch. Um, this show looks like it's also going to be taking place a hell of a lot on Tatooine. Star Wars in the sand. It's the biggest the biggest desert fetish I've ever done seen in a series. <laughs> it's like, oh we we were we were inspired by Dune. We're gonna give you Dune. We're, we're gonna, gonna give, give you a desert. We're gonna give you it, I'm not mad about it because Tatooine no. is obviously an iconic planet for uh, a plethora of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um Although it's interesting because now we'll see the crime syndicate, like bounty hunter, assassin esque, more world of it. And who knows? And who will maybe we'll get more of a hopefully more of a uh, vision of Jabba's palace as well. Mm-hmm. Which so now we, I, I guess we could call it Boba's palace. I'm still gonna call it Jabba's palace, but yeah, because the fut the the futs the huts <laughs> have owned well. They did. Oh yeah, the huts over there, Dylan. It's the huts from from Clone Wars. They I'm did stuck in prison. They did own, uh, you know, own that for quite a few years. Uh, so then we cut to Boba, fully armored out, uh, with Fennec Shand, fully armored out, walking, uh, through Tatooine. And then again, it sounds like Dinjarn Mando talking to. Um, that like authoritarian figure saying, I know that you sit on the throne of your former, uh, employer. And then it cuts to what looks like the grand Canyon. And the fact that this city is just embedded into like this crater is so cool to me. 
It is awesome. It's uh, cool visuals in the trailer. I hope that author- like authority figure is a, a major part of this show, too. Because like the, the race of alien or whatever you want to call it. Sorry, Demi Lovato. Um, <laughs> they're like hippies in the Star Wars universe. They're like super chill, relaxed. I, I hope we get more of like that character being involved with Boba. Um, so then we cut to the throne and then we get Boba Fett talking, saying Jabba ruled with fear. And then everybody just drawing guns, looking like Dylan right now on the video. Just pow, 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 ready to ready to fire off. Um, and then uh, Boba says that he intends to rule with respect. Then we cut to streaming exclusively on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Cock block. <laughs> and then Fen- they're sitting at, like, I- I'm hoping this show is very like Sopranos-esque because yeah, that's the vibe I got from this trailer. I hope people are just going to be like whacked you know, in terms yeah. of true Italian Soprano styles. Like I hope you're going to be introduced to like some cool crime assassin character and the next episode the other one's like, nope, nope, Vinny, you pushed your luck. These fucking kids. <laughs> uh, but then you have everybody sitting at like this big like banquet table and uh, Fennec saying that you all used to be captains under Jabba the Hutt. And he's like, they're they're kind of negotiating and everything. And that's where you get the, you know, vibe of, of the mob syndicate. And, you know, the, the title of this trailer was every world or every universe has an underworld. I and I hope we just get, get that vibe of like the underworld of the Star Wars universe, like throughout this show. I wonder if we'll get any other bounty hunters that we can recognize. And it seems like. You know, Boba's going to rule the way that, you know, is respectful, but I also think he's still going to be in that underworld, like, syndicate-type deal where he's making deals behind people's backs, and we're going to see a lot of just, you know, that that crime and uh, just, like, fun aspect of Star Wars that we haven't really ever seen at the forefront before. It's going to be cool to see the crime all of Star Wars. I, I'm kind of hoping, and I probably, I guarantee it'll happen, uh, maybe we'll see either um, Dengar or Bosk. And then I thought one really fun touch was we see Boba's helmet rolling uh, in the sand and you get credits falling out. There are Imperial credits falling out of his helmet as well, which if we remember back in Mandalorian Season 1, they were questioning if Imperial credits even had value anymore yeah. um, after the Rebels had won and everything. But that scene is very reminiscent of when Mace Windu yoinks Django Fett's head off and Boba sees that's my dad you you just killed my dad um very reminiscent of that with the helmet rolling and you know something falling out what if it's just Mace Windu and he's just like I'm finishing what I started (laughs) god damn it (laughs) and then we get Boba Fett going full-blown episode six of the Mandalorian season two where he's going hardcore just like rage killing, uh, you know, some of these guys. And it looks like he's just trying to prove a point in a sense. And Fennec Shan comes out and says, you know, if you had spoken such insolence to Jabba, you would have been killed on the spot. Um, or you say he would have fed you to his menagerie. Um, and then Boba says, please speak freely. 
which sounded very like sarcastic, backhandy, kind of like, let's do it. But, you know, if you do something, I'm going to murk you. The music in this trailer, too, spot on, loved it. I'm yeah. so excited for this show. I'm very excited. Um, it's just fun. What your, your last point, the last point I'll make is that, yeah, speak freely, but if you say something I don't like, I'll kill you. Um, right. But, no, I'm very excited. I'm excited for yet another... Well, I can't even say it's it's not it's finally first. It's not really a Star Wars. That's like it's not like a it's a it's a Western in terms of setting, but it's more of a Sopranos. Hopefully, like you said, in terms of setting, like uh, or plot rather. So, I'm very excited for that, and I'm sure it will meet my expectations because I love Boba Fett, and I can't wait. Yeah, and I mean, I'm hoping that a ton of this takes place on Tatooine, uh, which is going to be very interesting because. That's showing that, you know, that's where a ton of the crime bring is Bring me the down. cantina or bring me death. I want the cantina and I want that one lady that sings with the really, like, long nose and, like, the weird lifts. And she's like, I, oh, fuck, I can't even, I can't even, I can't even do her voice. <laughs> the, um... The cool thing is we're supposed to get, like, a docu-series as well on Disney Plus Day, which... Uh, as we record this on November 4th is about a week away and it's all going to be all about Boba Fett. So I'm assuming we're going to get a little bit more. And I think on Disney plus day from things I've like heard on different podcasts, star Wars related wise, we're going to get some information on some other star Wars stuff coming to Disney plus, which I can't wait. We talked about last week, how, you know, Hayden Christensen is back, back in the star Wars universe. He's going to be in the Ahsoka series. He's going to be an Obi-Wan um, I'm just very excited for Disney Plus Day. Dylan and I are going to be talking about that a ton over oh, the next yeah. couple of weeks with everything that unfolds with that. Yes, sir. Um, but I mean, Book of Boba Fett, the trailer alone, the way that it's set up, as opposed to what the Mandalorian Season 2 trailer brought to the table, where the Mando Season 2 trailer was like, oh, here's bits and pieces of the show, and you're just going to have to wait for this to pop up in episodes. Book of Boba Fett kind of took you on a journey of how... I interpreted it was this is kind of going to be the flow and the vibe of the show itself. Unless you predict all the plot points of Mandalorian like I did. Yeah, like Luke Skywalker school. <laughs> I predicted everything in that show. That's my best run ever. It was masterstroke by you. Never again will it be repeated. Um, I, I'm very excited for like the vibe of this show and if it is like kind of that criminal sopranos-esque type of deal where it's like star wars mob type deal this show is going to be an absolute slam dunk home run right off the bat on december 29th i'm very very fucking excited um i'm excited for that i'm excited for stranger things i'm excited yeah, we're, we're going to get into Stranger Things in a little bit. Uh, there is a little bit of other Star Wars news that has uh, come across the pipeline over the past couple of days since the last time we recorded. Um, you guys know, if you listened to last week's episode, we were talking about uh, the Star Wars Halloween horror yes, type deal that Our ideas. Uh, you know wants to be put into production by Mike Flanagan, if I'm not mistaken, that's who it was. Uh, but apparently, according to Cinelinks, um, a Darth Maul animated series is rumored to be in development. Hell yeah. I cannot tell you guys how excited I will be because of the way that Darth Maul, when I went on my binge run of watching the Clone Wars, 
how awesome Darth Maul was portrayed in that series. If they can continue to build upon that, bring more of Darth Maul and like his race of, of alien or, or whatever you want to call it to life, I love Darth Maul's character. Well, that'd be the planet Dathomir, right? Or mm -hmm. Dathomir, whatever it's called. Yeah, Dathomir. Dathomir. Yeah. Um, I I cannot tell you how excited I am for all of this to go down. If and when it does, I I just I need it. And allegedly, allegedly, our Lord and Savior, not Michael Fassbender, but Paul Bettany is expected to come back Close. to voice Dryden Voss, who, for those of you that don't know, was the villain in Solo. Oh, I thought you were gonna say our Lord and Savior, Michael Fassbender, Star Wars character? No, I'm kidding. Okay. Um. No, that would be sweet. Darth Maul is one of the coolest characters in Star Wars. He's very popular. He's very, I don't want to say a cult fan base because it's pretty large, but it is smaller compared to some of the other main characters. But through through the Star Wars universe, I would say he is one of the more popular characters, let alone the more popular Sith. Who would Which you want? You can't even say he's a Sith because at one point he kind of becomes just uh, against everything. Thing. Yeah, he kind of just goes rogue. Yeah. Um, if if this is to you know come to fruition I'm trying to see who they probably just get the stunt actor again for Darth Maul right the same guy who did it <laughs> would you want it to be the guy who voiced him in Clone Wars <laughs> We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. That's uh the guy Sam, who Sam Whitwer. Yeah, he voices a lot of things. Um, if he like learned how to do a lot of the st stuff, sure. The only problem is before because he didn't talk that much. The guy who was the stunt guy was also the same. You know what I mean? It was also the same actor as Darth Maul. Well, it's a it's an animated show. Oh, the Darth Maul rumor be okay. Then, yeah, Darth sure. Maul shows rumored it's an animated show. Okay, I thought you were saying live action. No, that's fine. That's fine. I, I was thinking live action. That's terrifying. Uh, no, yeah, that's fine. How the same guy definitely then because he's the voice of the most recent Darth Maul adaptation, and he did a good job with it. So I would agree with that. Um, no, yeah, I'm fine with that. I I would be swooning for a Darth Maul show. Like, would be obsessed. I need it. I hope it's true. I hope it happens. Darth Maul deserves more screen time because then if that comes full blown and the way that things have correlated similarly to what they're trying to do with what if and the MCU, yeah, the way that things in Clone Wars went down and how they've translated them to the live action Star Wars universe with the Mandalorian, you could get more like Mandalorian things tied into with Darth Maul because of Death Watch and everything. 
and bring that to life in the Mandalorian. Mandalorians, yeah, it's, it, yeah, that's a good point. It's not a good point. It's just it's gonna cool to see how that all unfolds and see how connected Mando is to characters we've already experienced. Because the way you look at it now, too, where the Mandalorian is essentially in the live action timeline, we had young Luke Skywalker coming through to get Grogu. Is Darth would Darth Maul be alive in? this universe because Bo-Katan is here. Yeah. But, no, he'd be dead. Cause, um, Darth or would Maul. he be Spider-Maul? No, he's he's dead because in Rebels he goes to Tatooine looking That's for Luke right. and dies. I didn't watch Rebels yet. That's right. I didn't watch it either. Yeah. I just know that scene. This is <laughs> which I will before Mando Season 3, which is now filming, by the way. I did hear that. Confirmed. Mando is filming now. Obviously, everybody's been waiting for that because Pedro Pascal has been uh, dedicated to The Last of Us. He's but been busy. Darth Maul animated series rumored to be in development. <laughs> Give it to me. I need it. Bring it. Bring it to the forefront. Let Let's freaking roll with that. I need it. Uh, Dylan, you brought up Stranger Things. It's one of our core pieces of this show between Michael Fassbender, Mephisto, and Stranger Things being referenced ad nauseum. But Stranger Things Day is this Saturday, November 6th, two days from when we're recording, one day from when the people are listening to this episode. And uh, the Stranger Things official account tweeted today at 10 a.m. See you hashtag Stranger Things Day, bro, chachos, with the hang, you know, hang 10 emojis, three of them. With a graphic that says greetings from California that looks like a postcard. Teasing us. Just saying. The. Everybody knows the ties to California with Stranger Things come from Max and Billy. Yes. We know as of the end of season three of Stranger Things, Billy is allegedly dead. Allegedly. Heavily emphasis. Allegedly. I am very intrigued to see how this unravel. I forget. Is it his mom? Is it their mom that lives in California? Or is it their actual dad? Was it their stepdad that was like beating the shit out of him? Or did their mom move from California to where they are now? Yeah. Because of the old dad. So one of their siblings, or one of their parents, still lives in California. I think it's the dad. I think it's their their biological dad. Um, so I'm curious how that's going to play into everything. Obviously, we know the actor who is known for playing Freddy Krueger is cast in this show as, like, the description is literally Freddy Krueger. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what that, couple, that spooky haunted mansion type deal a is. altercations, but it's Freddy Krueger. Um... I I mean, we know Hopper's in Russia, and this season is going... Like, I don't know what to expect from season four of Stranger Things. And we know the name of the first episode is The Hellfire Club. That is confirmed. Stranger Writers put that out, like, in 2020. So I have no idea what to expect from this season, and I kind of like it that way. I do too. It gives a sense of mystery and you're not expecting anything and you're just kind of going in blind. 
So my thought is because Stranger Things Day is wildly celebrated on social media. It's very cool the way that the, uh, the Stranger Things you know social media team approaches this. My prediction, because obviously during the Tadum event we got the third trailer for Stranger Things. My thought process is because there there are four trailers confirmed to help hype up and preview this season of Stranger Things for season four. They're going to release the fourth trailer on Saturday. Like it just makes it it, it makes so much sense that it almost wouldn't make sense for them to not do it. Um, and I think this fourth trailer will give us the release day. Obviously, we know it's coming out in 2022, but we I think on Saturday we are going to get a confirmed date of when Stranger Things is going to release on Netflix. I'll bet you one dollar. And I'm still going with my theory that it's going to be New Year's Day. Not best my No, um, I yeah, I'm full on board with that theory as well. I'm just excited. I've kind of kept myself at bay with this with with the news for this show because I'm kind of going in blind. It's also partly because I've been super busy at work and my brain is the equivalent of a used napkin. But and it's been so tough because like some things came out before the pandemic, then everything got pushed. And then things have been sporadic to be released, and and now we're starting to get a lot more content from Stranger Things. But it, it's been a while. The last time we had a season of Stranger Things was July fourth, twenty nineteen. Oh my god! Like almost it's two crazy years. when you say it out loud like that. Almost three years since we've last had Stranger Things. It's been two and a half years since the last season came out. Holy shit! Which was I, like you can end it on that. It made me upset. <laughs> <laughs> which season three was a wild roller coaster of events. We got a lot more into like the Cold War type deal of things with a lot more connections to Russia, and it, it took Stranger Things in a direction that I was very happy with because yeah. I I am very intrigued by how they're approaching you know, the Cold War era of where the show is taking place. I'm just excited for more and how they're going to elaborate on certain things and how Hopper essentially got to Russia through the upside-down portal that was there because that's exactly what happened. We it's all know. It's clear that Russia has built their own portal and they're trying to recreate the events that they've seen in Hawkins. And then he becomes Red Guardian and the Marvel Cinematic Universe oh. and Stranger Things Universe are one in same. I mean, that's not, it's not improbable. Um, but, I mean, you and I will be going full-blown in-depth on season four of Stranger Things. Hands down, because it's one of our favorite shows. I do enjoy the show. I'm eagerly awaiting the return of it, and uh, I'll leave it at that. But I'm very excited that it's getting closer. Yeah, so, obviously, Saturday, strap in, Stranger Things Day can't wait i mean i i embraced stranger things this halloween that was my costume i went as it as was hopper. a good costume i went as hopper had to do it to him left the door open three inches and that was that um so i'm very excited for stranger things day cannot wait it's gonna be gonna be a bangy big old bangy agree um some other news across the board Speaking of Halloween, apparently Marvel is going to be doing a Halloween special involving uh, Werewolf by Night, and they have reportedly cast Gail Garcia Bernal as the lead for Werewolf by Night. 
an That's MCU sick. Halloween special. Um, one, Dylan and I, we love Halloween. I do. I uh, love Halloween. I'm wearing a goddamn cowboy hat right now. <laughs> uh, I was a safari guy for Halloween from my family party, uh, family and friends party. Uh, yeah, no, I love Halloween. So naturally, when you combine that and Marvel and a werewolf, which is Halloween and spookiness, all in one go, I mean, you're going to have an interesting... Is it is it animated? I'm I don't obviously. know. Um, so that's an interesting aspect of it, but we go on, I mean, it's only a matter of time until Funko sponsors this podcast. Remember, you can literally see mine in the background. Same. Yeah. Um, remember a few months ago when we were talking about Funko and how they released a Venomized Kingpin and now there's all these rumors about Kingpin potentially being the villain or one of the villains in Hawkeye, which we're going to get into more Hawkeye. Um, and they casted Michael episode. Fassbender as Doctor Doom because we talk about him so much. It's just Kyle and I really are setting the Marvel Universe here. There is a Venomized Jack-O-Lantern Funko Pop. Is it out yet? It is available to purchase on a certain Space Cowboys website. Uh... <laughs> Um, Why would you just say the name? <laughs> Amazon people. There you uh, go. No free ads. The the interesting you, part about it though is like, like... Jack o' Lantern, like all the other like Venomized Funkos. Not a sponsor, but Funko, please come through. All the other Venomized Funko pops are like legit MCU characters or comic book characters that we've seen. Jack o' Lantern in the MCU. I'm gonna pull it up here, Dylan. It, it just seems like a very interesting um i'm i'm very choice to create a a funko pop to involve with venom yeah it's a cool different like kind of combo it's it's i don't know it's weird 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 in a good way um you know he was uh jack lantern was part of the uh skeleton crew under crossbones command taking on the code name of jack-o-lantern um, and obtaining modified goblin weaponry originally belonging to Norman Osborn. He's super cool. Have you ever seen, like, the Jack-O-Lantern MCU character? I'm like, uh, you gonna pull it up for me or should I pull it up I'll myself? pull it up for you. Right. Um, he's super cool. He, he looks almost like a combination of, like, how Ghost Rider has, like, the flaming head. It's a flaming Jack-O-Lantern head. He rides on, like, a UFO glider type deal, like, um... I always Green forget Goblin. that even like a character. Yeah, I mean the Halloween characters in the MCU are are badass. Um, Jacqueline, it just seems like a very like specific reference to bring up into the Funko world, but that's Jacqueline. Holy shit! He looks that's... fucking awesome. And he's not. That's like an actual like that's it's an actual person. Like that's not a variation of Goblin. Yeah. So he got the technology of the pumpkin bombs from Norman Osborn. But is, is he wearing a helmet? I'm assuming it's on fire. Yeah, he. Um, so the the write up on the the MCU like fandom wiki page is uh, Stephen Mark Levins was born in the historically haunted town of Sleepy Hollow, Illinois. He has admitted to being a troubled child who lied, disobeyed uh, his parents, and hurt small animals. <laughs> One Halloween, he ran from his parents' side and came across the home 
of Nick Lewis, the crime master, whom was a retired Hydra operative. Upon opening the door, he shot the child in the face with, a, with gas and took him in to raise as his own, training him in the process to be one of the world's greatest assassins. As an act of loyalty, Jack killed his genetic parents with his signature move of turning their skulls into jack-o'-lanterns. Levins was eventually recruited by Hydra to serve as a member of the skeleton crew under Crossbones' command, taking on the codename Jack-o'-lantern and obtaining modified goblin weaponry originally belonging Holy to Holy shit, Norman I need to read this comic book right now. This sounds intense. <laughs> it sounds unreal. Um, he's like part of the Goblin family, um, the skeleton crew, whole bunch of stuff. He runs in with the Avengers, allegedly. He's an armor user, uh, the Masters of Evil. To get the whole podcast hosted by Steve McAvoy and John Mavalia, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get In The Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. He's pretty intense. Um, but it seems like a very like specific thing to say, oh, we're going to take one of our popular runs of Funko Pops with the Venomized ones, especially for me. I fucking love Venom, as everybody knows. Yes, um, and we're going to turn Jack-O-Lantern into a Venomized Funko Pop. Well, because he's not a mainstream. I, 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 like I, as a relatively decently Marvel nerd, forgot he even existed. Yeah. I was like, "What is, is this? Like a fan made thing? Is this just a Halloween type deal?" Because then I looked glance, it up, and Jack O'Lantern really looks like some some comic book guy like took either the Hobgoblin or the Green Goblin and was like, "I'm gonna make a pumpkin on his head." You're like, the, like the headless horseman into the Green Goblin. Like <laughs> he looks awesome, and if well, he no, comes into the is, MCU at some point, a, yeah, it's crazy. I think he should be. I mean got a cool enough backstory he's a mercenary it should be a way to bring crossbones back into the mcu or other crossbone type characters that would be a cool show that skeleton crew imagine Ooh. like that like a bad guy show like a hydra show but it's that like would be agents, awesome. agents of hydra but it's the more human ones going against like stronger threats and that like, would be speeding. sick so like it'd be crossbones and the Jack o' lantern, you'd have, like uh, have Captain Werewolf, yeah, which is an actual thing, believe it or not. It's like Captain America, but it's a werewolf just going through Ghost Rider. Just... Yeah, Ghost Rider is technically a good guy, though, but yeah, um, like, well, I guess good is relative because he like devours people's souls. Mephisto, we don't talk about him on the show, all right, <laughs> not enough. All right, all right. I mean, that's an opportunity to bring, like, Nightmare into the MCU. Nightmare, Nightmare, Nightmare. Um, that would be an awesome show. I really want Jacqueline to be in the MCU now, Kyle. But I, I really think it's an interesting thing that that's an available Funko Pop out there. If they're not going to do something with it over the next, you know, six to... Generally, Funko, to Pops in the pa- Funko Pops in the past have... They're very things. timely. They have they have spoiled they have foreshadowed and spoiled things in the past. Mm-hmm. Funko Pop releasing like certain Marvel, Star Wars, other shows, characters before they were even really released or hinted at. So Funko does jump the gun. 
for good reason. And Kyle's right. Basically, the gist is why would they why would they choose this random ass character to make? That's probably not. I'd say maybe like fifteen percent of Marvel fans know about. Like off cuff, if you say, "Oh, do you know about Jack Lantern in the MCU?" I'd say like fifteen percent of people know. If, and even if and that's do, being generous. And even if, even if even if fifty percent knew about him, like heard the name, how many would be able to recite what you just read? Like five percent? Right. No, it doesn't matter. It's just a very specific choice, and I'm very intrigued, Funko. So if you want to come through and let us know, because I'm probably ordering that Funko Pop to add to the Venomized collection, which right just now. added Doctor Doom. Shout out Michael Fassbender. I just need answers. We just need Michael Fassbender on the show. That too. Need that ASAP, no Rocky. But I'm very excited for a Halloween special for Marvel. I think that's an awesome idea that has took way too long to come to fruition. I agree. Uh, I think it's... <laughs> Can we get Santa Claus in Marvel too? Because that, that's a thing, right? It, it, isn't Santa... Santa's technically in both Marvel and DC. So. so remember when James Gunn said that one of the like most powerful people in the MCU is going to show up in the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. You think it's Santa Claus? Somebody commented with the comic book strips of Santa Claus with the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I'm not mad about it. Uh, we do have a little bit of breaking news as of like 20 minutes ago. What happened? Uh, Disney is submitting Star Wars Visions episode The Village Bridge to the Oscars for Best Animated Short Film. Top of the morning. 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 A flower um, point today? What the hell? Do you think? Do you think that could be a norm? Like, because obviously Star Wars Visions like much shorter episodes than a typical like anime that's going like season by season. These were just kind of like shorts. Yeah. But do you think like we could see that more from streaming services where they come out with something like a Star Wars Visions type show? And then it's like, hey, we'll submit it for a short film Oscar. That's big as hell. Uh, no, I do actually agree with that. I think as we progress with the streaming services as mediums, uh, I think we're going to see more things like Star Wars Visions. I think it also helps. I've said this before in the show, and it's true. Anime has fucking grown in popularity. Just I'm not even anime, just animation, mm-hmm. like cartoons, etc. Et that that is becoming more and more accessible for different right. audiences. So I feel like it's only natural if you're one of the big streaming services and have the money and budget to recruit a top tier animators, actors for voice acting, etc. cetera. Uh, speaking of that, fucking Chris Pratt's going to be Garfield. My man's yeah, conquering, just conquering every the... role. Like, is, like basically, I, I don't know, that's the conversation another day. But my point is, yes, I think you could see I mean, Amazon already has their own anime. Netflix has their own anime. Star Wars Vision now. Marvel, aka well, not Marvel. Disney. My brain stroke. Disney has their own. So my point is, like, I think you're gonna see more shorts and more like animation stuff from every studio. Now, if they choose to do an anime style or just do like animation or a combination Mm. of the two, that's left to be seen. Uh, obviously, Disney is no stranger to animation with all their movies. Yeah, especially Pixar. with like all the Pixar stuff Pixar, that they've yeah. done. Um, 
those have been nominated. Like I'm pretty sure Bao, uh, the short before one of the Pixar movies won one of the short film animated Oscars. Who knows? Maybe we get to such a stage in the media where there's just so much where they create their own separate award show for things that aren't live action. That would be kind of cool, like an animation awards. Yeah. Which I'm sure there's something like that out there now, but it would become more to the forefront. And and then you could literally take everything from video games to high-quality YouTube to streamers and then just put it all in the median of animation. And our podcast. We just host the show. Hell yeah. (laughs) Damn right. Uh, when you guys are listening to this, it is the eve of Big Mouth season five. I can't wait. I think Big Mouth, speaking of animation, is one of the funniest shows on any streaming platform. Nick Kroll is a genius. That whole cast is electric. Um, this season, I think, is going to be beyond our wildest expectations. Uh, we got that trailer, obviously, during uh, To Dumb. The Penguins already scored! What the hell? I'm sorry, folks. This is not streaming, but I have to get it out of there. What the fuck? That was electric. Be, that's going to be clipped. Oh, dear Lord. All right. Go ahead. Sorry, Kyle. Sorry about that. But uh, I think Big Mouth Season 5 is going to be beyond hilarious uh if i can pull up the twitter page for big mouth because the poster which they released on the uh to dumb event was hilarious um so big mouth season five obviously the the twitter bio for um whatchamacallit for big mouth is season five is going to hit where it hurts november 5th only on netflix uh, and then it says love, hate, and a Christmas special. Obviously, Netflix or uh, Big Mouth has done a uh, a Valentine's Day special, but Dylan, there is a trailer that is new that I missed. Um, for Big Mouth. For Big Mouth, should we play it live and react to it live? You're fine. I'm I'm okay with that. I I just don't watch the show really, so it's gonna have less of an impact. For me, but for the you. comedy the comedy plays, so I think you'll enjoy it. Here we go. Let's do one of these things. Um, so I'm gonna pull that up, but I think I think the way Big Mouth has been able to just grab audiences and turn, you know, teenage and preteen struggles and everything, and put it into the forefront of like adult audiences to like really hone in on things that still probably affect adults to this day yeah um is an absolute masterclass by netflix and nick crawl that's a good way to look at it so i'm going to just download this real quick so i can share it on the screen And we are going to react live. This came out on October 15th, so we're a little late to the party on this one, but better late than never. Yeah, wedding. Exactly. Shut up, Matt and Sarah. So I'm going to pull this up so I can have it open. Another week, another live reaction to a trailer.
top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer. Upper 90. You already down. know. You it's already more of a term, isn't know. I think that's how it always goes. Like, 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 five minutes, and we were at like Chelsea. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I am Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. and I have decided two things. One, it's time to put our dad in a home. And two, we're having a threesome. Wow, I think uh, both of those things are for the best. Mm -hmm. Oh, a new assignment. Love is in the air, Bridgeton Middle. By season five, my best friend, little Nikki Birch, he had it bad for Jesse. I'm Walter, your love bug. Now, Jessie, she was busy, too. You love her, honey. Hey, guys, I want to be part of this, too. Oh, Connie. And then there was Missy. He's not the only one who can move, Missy. Watch this. Is that Nathan Fillion? Oh, stop it. And how could I forget Jay? Am I actually going to fight Lola for Jay? Fuck you, Jay! I hate you! I hate you! What the hell is that thing? I hate worms. <laughs> They're creatures that infect your soul. Fuck yeah! How did you turn into such a bad bitch? Do you like? I've been on this hate diet all week. I just eat cookies and talk shit. You love each other. You hate each other. We really put these children through the rigor. been fucked over by every monster you've given him. This whole operation is a shit show. Hi, Nikki. How was school? How was staying home and being stupid? Oh, shut up. Fuck you, eat shit. Oh, hello. Welcome to a very big mouth Christmas. We're gonna have a couple laughs, sing a few songs, and we're gonna make a promise to you that no other Christmas special can. Tonight, you're gonna see Santa's. Oh my God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I can't wait for Friday. <laughs> It looks good, dude. I might start watching that. Oh, it's so good. He said, is that Nathan Villian? It was him, right? Yes, it I'm... was. 
That, that's someone's <laughs> monster? Uh, it's, uh, like, Missy's, like, dream man. So, like, when she, like, goes to sleep and has dreams about, like, you know, that's who gotcha. pops up. That's, like, her dream guy. Um... <laughs> Big Mouth season five. I can't wait. If Nick Kroll or any of the writers from Big Mouth ever want to come on the show, my goodness, I would love to have them. My God. Can't wait. My goodness, I'd love to fucking have you on this show. The live action was pretty funny. That looks fucking hilarious. I can't wait. Big Mouth is great. Big Mouth is back. Season five coming out on Friday. Uh, the love bugs are here. Can't wait. It is going to be such a shit show in, in all the right ways. Um, but I think yeah, that's all that we trailer, got. I was very lost and I watched the show, but I'll maybe start. It's so good. Um, but that's all we got for this episode, guys. Uh, obviously Hawkeye is coming. We are going to be having the Hawkeye breakdowns at the end of the month. Once it comes out Two the first two episodes are coming out on release day, November 24th. So your Marvel Wednesday your Hawkeye Wednesday, whatever we're going to end up calling yes, it. Sir. Uh, episodes will be back to releasing on Thursday, starting at the end of the month. I'm pulling um, up Tomahawk Shades right now, folks. I'm about to buy myself a pair of blue light glasses. Do I'm the also damn drinking thing. a beer, and it's Kenwood. Do Literally the damn thing. living representation of our sponsors. Not drinking stateside at the same time, because you should not mix alcohols. That is irresponsible. But you know what Dylan's going to do before he goes to bed? He's going to crack open a stateside vodka soda. That's what he does. It's still in nightly no. routine. <laughs> Responsibly, of course. Don't lie to the people. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media at streamer SZN on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com. Follow Dylan on Twitter at Dylan Mazzola. Follow me at KBIZZL311. I am 94 followers away on my personal account from 2000. I would Holy very much like to get there. I don't I think very... I even have 200. I think you have like 400 and something. I will check right now before we end the show. I have 407. Help me get to 500, people. Get That's Dylan to 500. Get me to 2K. Uh, and get the pod to 200. We're at 108 now. Uh, let's Do keep it. them things rolling. And uh, if you or somebody you know is interested in getting into the social media game, we are still accepting intern applications. Go to undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com. It's pinned at the top of the website. It is the pinned blog. You can fill out the application there. Uh, Always forget Jake Funk's a Tomahawk athlete. Yeah. A lot of guys are coming through. Jarvis Landry was wearing Tomahawk shades recently. It's going big time. And our homie, Jamil Demby, Tomahawk athlete. You love to see it. So uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let us know if you want to see Jack-O-Lantern come to the MCU. How you're feeling about Big Mouth Season 5. I'm very excited. Uh, your excitement for Stranger Things Day. And, of course, the Book of Boba Fett, which December 29th, Dylan and I will be breaking down those episodes like no other. Be ready. Book of Boba Fett content is going to be here taking you into 2022 as well as Hawkeye, but five stars only on the podcast reviews because we have standards. We know you do too. And you can also check us out on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Big thank you to our sponsors, Tomahawk Shades, Stateside, Urban Craft Vodka, and Kenwood Beer. Go to TomahawkShades.com. Use promo code USP. You get 25% off at checkout at TomahawkShades.com. Stateside, Urban Craft Vodka. Get the vodka soda party packs in the single flavor 
four packs at statesidevodka.com. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And Kenwood Beer. Go to kenwoodbeer.com. Use the Kenny Tracker to see who's got Kenwood on tap. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. We will see you guys next week with all the up-to-date streaming platform news and notes from around the streaming multiverse right here on Streamer Season, the exclusive streaming platform, TV show, and movie podcast on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Also, happy Eternals Day to all who observe. I will be going to see Eternals this weekend, and I cannot wait. And uh, I need to see we'll that see too. How it ties into uh, the MCU shows, because hopefully it does. Um, but we'll be checking that out. Obviously, we won't be doing a full blown review, but. Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings comes to Disney Plus next week, so potential full-blown Shang-Chi review for the people at home. But until then, for Dylan, I'm KB. This has been another episode of Streamer Season right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Until next time, keep on streaming. (laughs) 